Good morning, wet shavers, coffee lovers, and podcast listeners everywhere. It's Mark with GeorgeTune.com. It's time for another second cup. So grab a cup of coffee, kick back, relax, put in your earbuds, adjust your speaker volume, and let's talk some wet shaving and a few other things in podcast form. What is Second Cup? Well, Second Cup is a podcast that will give you some additional information that didn't make the Monday morning mailbag deadline. This might be something that is time sensitive. For instance, a sale that could be ending before the next three MB airs, or a piece of late breaking information that viewers have passed along that is equally time sensitive, or something else regarding the wet shaving world that needs to be broadcast in a timely fashion. And we'll also have some time to chit-chat and discuss some other things like coffee, movies, streaming shows, books, that sort of thing. So thanks for tuning in to Second Cup. And I hope you subscribe to the podcast where you can also find episodes of the Monday Morning Mailbag in podcast form. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. We'll get the show underway in just a moment. Thanks for joining me. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to the October 30th, 2023 episode of Second Cup. Happy Halloween! How was your weekend? Did you attend any Halloween parties over the weekend? I sure did. I was I was at a, uh, a chili cook-off costume party this past Saturday night. I had just wrapped up editing Monday morning mailbag and getting that uploaded and all set for uh, publication this morning. And I went to a, a costume party chili cook-off. Man, it was great. There were about 10 different chilies that we could sample and judge, and they were all very, very good. And my costume was kind of a last-minute thing that I threw together. I always do this every year. When I go, whenever I get invited to a costume party, my costume is always something that I throw together from items that I can find lying around the house or uh, a quick little knick-knack that I can pick up at uh, a big box store or something like that. Uh, in previous years, uh, I couldn't think of a costume, so I, I wore a sign. <laughs> I had a sign that I wore around my neck, kind of computer nerdy kind of costume. I wore a sign around my neck that said, Error 404, Costume Not Found. You know, like on a web page. <laughs> you know, when you go to a web page that's not there, it says, Error 404, Web Page Not Found. Well, this is. 404 costume not found. I thought that was <laughs> I thought that was cute. And then uh, I had something on the other side of the sign also. I can't remember what that was. You would I would flip it over halfway through the night and it would be something else. So I thought there was a, that, I thought that was a lot of fun. But uh, Saturday night, uh, my idea was um, actually I was inspired by doing a, a web search. I I can't take credit for it, but it was a fantastic idea. Uh, and I thought, oh, I'm going to do that. I got a lot of these, uh, I got them right here, a lot of these uh, name badge labels uh, that say, hello, my name is, and then you can write the name uh, on the name badge and then stick it to, uh, stick it to your, uh, your, your coat, that sort of thing. Well, I wrote a lot of different names on the inside of uh, these name badge labels. Uh, names like, uh, hello, my name is Inigo Montoya, you killed my father, prepare to die, <laughs> or uh, Bond, James Bond. Uh, you know, uh, Gomez Adams, Uncle Fester, uh, Kevin McAllister, all these, all these different names, uh, Tom Cruise, Ethan Hunt, all that kind of stuff. And I wrote up about, um, 
oh, gee, it was 40 or 50 of these, and then I got a baggy coat, and I put them on the inside of the coat, on the left-hand side and the right-hand side of the coat. And uh, then I wore a pair of sunglasses and an Indiana Jones-style hat that was low on my brow. And I went in as a rather mysterious person, and uh, people would ask me, oh, you know, what's your costume? And I would open up the jacket and reveal all the names, name labels on the inside, and I would tell everyone I was an identity thief. <laughs> And a lot of people laughed. They got a big kick out of it. And it was an easy costume to do. It was a little air of mystery with a big uh, comedy punchline uh, payoff. So uh, I thought it was great. And again, I can't take credit for it. I was doing a, a search on the web, and I came across that particular idea, which I thought was really very, 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 very original. And I thought, oh, you know what? I'm going to do that. That was really easy and something I could put together rather quickly. So I hope you had a great weekend. I hope you... Uh, uh, started celebrating Halloween early uh, because, uh, boy, it's a big, big holiday anymore, isn't it? We're going to be getting trick-or-treaters uh, tomorrow where I live, and we usually get anywhere from 250 to 300 kids. And, of course, the Monday morning mailbag this morning celebrated Halloween. It was just filled with uh, a lot of Halloween cartoons flying around, ghosts and Frankenstein, that sort of thing. So it's only fitting that I'm enjoying a cup of coffee in my National Cartoonist Society coffee mug. Yeah, <laughs> because of all the because of all the cartoons that ran this morning on the Monday morning mailbag, and I am enjoying a cup of Texas pecan um, coffee that came courtesy of Beth Jones, Texas pecan cafe ole. Uh, boy, it is really really terrific. And again, I put it through my Keurig machine. And it just filled the, the room with this wonderful pecan coffee aroma. Just absolutely fantastic. So check out Cafe Olay and look for their Texas pecan coffee. It's absolutely wonderful. And my thanks again to viewer Beth Jones for very, very kindly sending along those curd cups. This is an absolutely fantastic coffee. I, I, I really gravitate towards the, uh, the, the pecan uh, flavored uh, aromatic coffees lately. Really, really wonderful. Oh, and one other thing. Now, if you follow the, the channel, you know that I don't eat chocolate. And I often tell the story of why I say, uh, thanks, Mom, after I show a uh, shaving brush with a butterscotch-colored handle. Uh, as you know, we tend to connect uh, uh, family memories and, and individuals in our lives through razors and brushes and that sort of thing. And I have my late father's Gillette Super Speed. And uh, I connected my mom to my wet shave uh, through uh, butterscotch-colored handles on uh, shaving brushes because I gave up chocolate when I was a kid, about 13 years old. I haven't really knowingly had it since. And that is to say, I don't go out of my way to eat chocolate at all. But, you know, you never know if someone's going to throw it into a recipe. You go to a, you know, a potluck, something like that, and you're you're having, uh, oh, I don't know, whatever kind of a meal, that, whatever kind of a, of, of a dish they bring in, there might be a little dash of chocolate here or there, and you have no, no way of knowing it. That's what they've added. But what I'm saying is I do not knowingly eat chocolate. I just, I just don't eat it. Um, and my mother knew I wouldn't eat chocolate if it was placed in front of me. So whenever she made chocolate chip cookies, she would she would make an extra batch of butterscotch chip cookies. And that's why I always say thanks, mom, whenever I see butterscotch, uh, a color of the butterscotch on the shaving handle. Uh, and uh, y y Saturday night at the Halloween party, 
somebody bought brought in a plate of of butterscotch chip cookies. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I was in heaven. I haven't had those in such a long time. Mom, again, mom used to make them for me, uh, an extra batch because she knew I wouldn't eat chocolate chip cookies and someone brought in butterscotch chip cookies. My gosh, that was an absolute delight. So yeah, all in all, it was a great party. <laughs> I had a fun costume. We had a lot of different chilies to sample and to top it off, we had uh, butterscotch chip cookies. Wow, what a great, great time it was. And I hope you had a great weekend. And I hope you're going to have a great Halloween. Maybe you're going to go to a costume party tonight or tomorrow night. Hey, enjoy yourselves. It's absolutely great. Well, okay. Hey, we got a great show planned for you today. So you know what? Let's pay a few bills and then we'll get things started. Now, I got an email from viewer Rodney Ripplinger, and it's a good example of a lot of the other messages I've been getting from viewers regarding this Gillette plant in St. Petersburg that is winding down and closing, uh, which means that a lot of great razor blades that we love, like Astra's and Wizomet's, uh, I think Nassets as well, are not going to be available anymore. At least they're not going to be made at that Russian plant anymore. Uh, production will probably move to, uh, I don't know, India, uh, Taiwan, China, somewhere else. And the question is, is the quality of that brand blade, whether it be a Wizomet or an Astra, uh, is the quality going to be the same as what we have gotten out of the St. Petersburg plant uh, in Russia? Now, Rodney Ripplinger wrote the following. Hi, Mark. Bad news. No more blades from Russia, more than likely. Matt from Razor Emporium has a video about this. The link is below, and we'll also provide that link for all the podcast listeners out there. Prices are up on Gillette Platinum Blades if you can find them in stock. I used to get them for $9.99 from Amazon. I ordered two 100 packs from the New England Shaving for $13.99 each. Even with shipping, they are cheaper than Amazon's offerings now. And Rodney very kindly provided a link to NewEnglandShaving.com, and it's NewEnglandShaving.com, H-T-T-P-S colon slash slash NewEnglandShaving.com. We will provide that below. The point is, there is a perception of scarcity now for these blades. Uh, we hear that this plant is going to close down and the blades are no longer going to be made available. So that means the existing stock that a lot of uh, sellers have, well, <laughs> supply and demand, right? So if the supply is shrinking and the demand goes up, they're going to get a, a premium price for them. It reminds me of what happened with uh, the classic Paul Silver razor blade, the Paul Silver Super Iridium razor blades. When these weren't being made anymore, all of a sudden uh, everyone wanted them, and that meant that whatever stock was remaining, instead of paying you know ten or fifteen dollars for a hundred, they were charging fifty, sixty dollars for a hundred, uh, that sort of thing. So that might be what's happening with a lot of our favorite. Uh, Gillette razor blades that came out of that St. Petersburg uh, plant. However, if they're going to be moving the operation, and this is just speculation on my part, if they're going to be moving the operations to another country like India, China, Taiwan, that sort of thing, they might make those blades uh, at the same quality, maybe even a little bit better. We, we don't know. Uh, so it's going to be kind of a wait and see 
uh, type of situation to see what happens. However, there are a lot of great blades out there. You don't have to lock yourself into a Wizomet or a Gillette Platinum or an Astra. There are a lot of great blades. I mean, I'm holding the, uh, right here, can you hear that? I'm holding some Lord Platinum blades here. These are terrific. I like these a lot. A-Best right here. Got some A-Best razor blades. These are great. So there are a lot of great blades out there. Uh, the other day, I shaved with a Gillette Super Thin Platinum razor blade. I think that comes out of Shanghai, China. And I know a lot of wet shavers don't think too much about some of the razor blades that come out of China. But you know what? That gave me a really, really good shave. I mean, I was really impressed with it. As a matter of fact, it's the blade I used when um, I did the review on the uh, Cyclotrode X shaving brush from Phoenix Shaving. Uh, I slapped in one of those Gillette Super Thin Platinum blades that I got from a sampler into my uh, uh, Ascension Select razor, and I got a really, really wonderful shave. So there are a lot of um, a lot of options and alternatives out there that uh, we'll find. I mean, there's there is just there is just so many razor blades out there that uh, I'm really not going to sweat being without a Wizomet or an Astra. To be perfectly honest with you, because I've I've come across so many other great blades. Treat. Uh, makes some great razor blades. And, um, geez, so many other brands. Uh, Derby is, is is very, very good. Uh, Rockwell makes some great blades. Vikings Blade makes some great blades. So there are a lot of great razor blades out there. So um, I would just, here's what I'm going to do. I, I'm, I'm not going to get up into, I'm not going to get caught up in the frenzy of, oh, I better go get... 200 uh, Wizomet. Ooh, the price just went up another $20. I'm going to pay that. Nah, I'm not going to. I'm going to I'm going to look at what I have in the way of my um uh Wizomets and my Astras and kind of figure out what my inventory is and I'm just going to uh use those uh as I have used all my razor blades and I know that there are going to be some other razor blades that I will be able to uh, uh purchase that will I think fill the gap. Uh, one of which uh, Mark Bagwell told me about the uh, Persona razor blades made in Germany. Now, there's a red package and there's a blue and white package. And the blue and white package Persona blades are not Persona blues. They just happen to come in a blue and white package, but they're made in Germany. And he's telling me they are very, very good. And they're about $24, $25 for $200. That's about $0.12 cents a blade, a little, little more than $0.12 cents a blade. So you figure probably, you know, if you were to buy 100 of them, that'd be about $12, which is still a very, very good price. So it's not like, you know, pay, paying, uh, you know, uh, uh, $40 or $50 for a hundred of some blade that you think is no longer going to be made. And uh, he likes those Persona razor blades. And I think I'm going to get those, uh, you know, instead of going out of my way to, to uh, you know, get the Wizomet or the Astra. There are a lot of blade choices out there. So uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry too much. Uh, yeah, it's sad to see that the plant is going to close down. And uh, the question is, are they just temporarily shutting it down and just kind of um, just just kind of closing it down temporarily <clears throat> over a period of time until everything worldwide, uh, the world situation settles down? Or are they going to uproot all the equipment and machinery and move that also to uh, some other plants around the world? That's the question I'd like to know, because... To be honest with you, if they're going to just close the plant and leave all the equipment there, 
and just kind of cover everything up, you know, <laughs> put blankets and covers and that sort of thing over all their equipment and just shut the plant down and wait it out for maybe two or three years. Uh, and while they're making these these brand of razor blades like the Wizomets and the and the Astras and another plant, uh, another part of the world, uh, after everything settles down, uh, are they just going to say, okay, now we're going to open up that plant again and just, you know, take off all the covers and then fire up the equipment and start manufacturing blades again? That's what I want to know. So I, I don't think that question has been answered. Because if they're going to get rid of all the equipment and all the machinery, uh, then, yeah, then that then you'll, you will no longer be able to get any of those blades ever again made in that St. Petersburg plant. But look at all the other great blades that are being made around the world that will pick up the slack. That's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to trying out some new blades. I'm going to try out those personas that are made in Germany. I'm looking forward to that. So, uh, Rodney, thanks very, very much for the email. Really do appreciate it. My thanks to all the other viewers who have contacted me regarding this situation. We'll give you the link to uh, Matt Pisarsik's video uh, at the Razor Emporium YouTube channel so you can check it out uh, yourself directly and uh, you know get the whole story and the whole background on it from Matt. Uh, very, very good and informative video. Hey, Rodney, thanks again very much. Really do appreciate it. You know, just to follow up on my point of uh, all these wonderful blades are out there, I'm just, I just sat down and decided to make a list here. Uh, and I'm just looking at these razor blades that I believe are not made in, in this St. Petersburg Gillette plant. As far as I know, they're made someplace else, and they're great razor blades. Now, if I'm incorrect on any of these, please uh, shoot me an email at mondaymailbag at gmail.com and let me know. But I just made out a, a short list here. Parker, Dorco, Shark, Treat, Phoenix Shaving, Platinum, Strangelet, Feather, Big Ben, A-Best, Lord, Derby, Mercur, Schick, Bick, Filoso, these are all great razor blades that are not made in this St. Petersburg plant. I even grabbed a blade sampler here, and I'm looking at uh, Treat Platinum, uh, Treat Silver, which is a carbon steel uh, uh, razor blade, Treat New Edge, which is also carbon steel, Treat Classic, uh, just a Treat carbon steel blade, Treat New Steel, I'm looking at Treat DuraSharp. Uh, Tatra, T-R-T-A-T-R-A, Tatra, platinum uh, blade, diamond edge, super platinum. Here is a king stainless steel double edge. Uh, tiger platinum razor blade, uh, tiger safety razor blade, uh, supermax platinum, uh, supermax blue, <laughs> supermax platinum again, uh, supermax super stainless, uh, a lot of great razor blades out there. Absolutely fantastic. And again, I, I've got blade samplers where you can find all kinds of different great razor blades that uh, are not being manufactured in that Gillette uh, plant in St. Petersburg, Russia. So there are a lot of great blades that are being made at uh, different locations around the world that I think will absolutely fill in uh, the vacuum which will be left behind if this plant is truly closing down forever.
Uh, but yeah, that's just a, a short list. I mean, I got more. <laughs> I got more. There are a lot of great blades out there, and there are, are a lot that I have uh, left off this. Well, here, Viking's Blade. That's another great blade as well. They make two kinds. They make a mild. They make a cayenne hot. So yeah, a lot of great blades out there. That's the point. So, uh, well, you know what? We'll see what happens. But in the meantime, the point is there are a lot of great razor blades out there that I think will uh, satisfy the wet shaver out there if they can no longer get any of those razor blades that were made in the St. Petersburg, Russia plant. Now, in a recent video review, I did a head shave with Lucky Tiger uh, shave cream and aftershave and that sort of thing. And the TRC Aluminum Razor is a really, really terrific, terrific head shave. And viewer Brian McCarthy left the following comment. It kind of fits into what we're talking about regarding razor blades, only in a different section of wet shaving gear. Uh, and he writes, hey, Mark, great videos. Well, thanks very much, Brian. I appreciate that. I'm going on a cruise in October and figured I needed a shave cream or soap that is easy to fly with. I ordered Taconic Bay Rum Shave Stick and tried it out today on two days of old man porcupine beard. I am shocked. No pre-shave oil, rubbed it into the beard. Used a Rockwell synthetic brush to rub out a pretty impressive lather. Great scent. A T2 with the Astra Platinum on position number five. A two-pass shave did it for me. No alum sting afterwards. Finished off with Simpson's Bay Rum Balm. A surprisingly good shave. I am really impressed. I will be forced to use a multi-blade razor on the cruise, but am looking forward to another Taconic shave. Hey, Brian, thanks very, very much for this, because, again, it just demonstrates and illustrates how much great wet shaving items and gear are out there. Uh, you come across uh, some really, really wonderful items uh, thinking that, no, 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 it's just these items that I have found, and, and if they ever disappear, oh, you know, there goes my wet shave. No, there are some great, great items out there that are being made by a lot of different artisans and a lot of different companies. And here's a perfect example of a, of a Bay Rum shaving stick from Taconic Shave that Brian came across that gave him an absolutely wonderful, wonderful shave. Now, I'll just give you a little bit of information regarding it. The Taconic Shave Shaving Soap Stick with Antioxidant-Rich Seed Oils for a Smooth Shave Bay Rum Scent. Uh, this, is, this looks to be um, about a, um, let me see here, what is this, a two and a half, yeah, two and a half ounce shave stick for $13.50. Uh, it's highly concentrated, so it looks like a little bit is going to go a long way. Uh, soothing freshness with natural essentials. Uh, it's manufactured in the USA. Hey, that's really nice. Portable and TSA compliant. That is really, really nice to know. And of course, they uh, talk about their refreshing scent with hemp seed oil, uh, which is known for its antioxidant properties, and eucalyptus mint, known for its cooling properties. Yeah, so it sounds like a really, really good product. Again, the point is, is that... Uh, for instance, let's say your favorite Bay Rum is not being manufactured anymore. There are a lot of great alternative Bay Rums out there. And here's one from Taconic Shave Soap. We have reviewed Taconic Shave, uh, shave Soaps before, and they are terrific, and they're available on Amazon. And uh, again, 
This is why I say it's such a great time to be doing the traditional wet shave because there is so much available. From razor blades to shave soaps to razors, aftershaves, alum blocks and sticks. I mean, you will find something that fits your beard, your skin type, uh, your wallet. Absolutely. And uh, that's why I'm saying uh, from the previous topic that we, we discussed, I don't sweat it too much when I find out that a certain razor blade is no longer going to be made available. You know what? It also reminds me, <laughs> remember the recent closing of Above the Tie? And uh, everyone was kind of scrambling to get one of those razors because they were no longer going to be made. And here they are. Uh, they're back in business again uh, under the ownership of uh, Blackland Razor. Uh, that was some great, great news. So, yeah, there is an ebb and flow of, of these things, and you're, you, you hate to see certain items disappear and never be available again, but something else that is equally good, maybe even better, uh, will come along and uh, surprise us and uh, amaze us at how wonderful a shave it delivers. So, Brian, thanks very, very much for sending this along. I really do appreciate it. Folks, we'll have a link to it below. This is one I'm really interested in trying. Taconic Shave Shaving Soap Stick with Antioxidant-Rich Seed Oils for a Smooth Shave Bay Rum Scent. As a matter of fact, right now I'm looking at it. I'm going to put that in my cart right now just for safekeeping <laughs> and see if I have any Amazon shopping points because if I do, I'm going to get that. Hey, Brian, thanks very, very much for, uh, for sending this along. Really, really do appreciate it. Okay, I wanted to uh, give you a few reminders. Remember that Phoenix Shavings The Watcher drops this Friday, November 3rd. This is an homage to Yardley of London's Black Label and Doctor Who, kind of a double homage. <laughs> and uh, here again are the scent, uh, scent notes. Top notes are clary sage and spice. Middle notes are powdery, patchouli, and vanilla. Bottom notes, musk, woody, and sandalwood. It's an absolutely beautiful, beautiful scent. And the review is scheduled for this Wednesday. So uh, that uh, should run this Wednesday. So please look for that. And also please look for the launch uh, this Friday, November 3rd. So November 1st, uh, Wednesday, November 1st, uh, my review will run. And uh, Friday, November 3rd, the Watcher will launch. Also, uh, it just launched this past weekend from Phoenix Shaving, uh, DBL SOB or double SOB. Uh, this is a doppelganger. Uh, and it is an homage to Hugo, Hugo Boss. And I think, you know, I'm not sure why it was written that way. I think it was, I think it's Hugo by Hugo Boss. I think that's what that means. <laughs> if I'm if I'm incorrect, please, someone correct me on this. But uh, I thought it was a rather funny wording in the product description. And again, it's an homage to a fresh, nostalgic 90s classic. And here is the scent profile. A classic aromatic ambrosial green scent for men. Top notes are Fuji, apple, mint, lavender, citrus, and basil. Middle notes are sage, geranium, carnation, and jasmine. Base notes are balsam, woody fir, cedar, and patchouli. Bold, yet still playful. That sounds wonderful. That really, really does. And don't forget the Cyclotrode X. Now, I did a review on this 
and I'm going to try to get it edited so it airs on Tuesday on Halloween because what I do in the review is perfect for Halloween. And um, <laughs> I hope to get that edited and, and, and posted uh, in time for Halloween. If not, then maybe a, t- a day or two later and celebrating Halloween a little late. But I'm hoping to get it edited and posted uh, by Halloween. And uh, just know that the Cyclotrode X is based on the original N500 shaving brush, which was one of the industry's early nylon brush models. Uh, And as they write on the uh, product page, possibly the grandfather of the modern synthetic knots we know and love, but truly pale in comparison. That is, unless you like the feel (laughs) of bundled up nylon fishing line across your face. (laughs) So a real fitting tribute, if you ask me. Yeah, so I guess those early synthetic knots were not as soft as what we have become accustomed to today. And this uh, perihelion synthetic uh, hybrid synthetic knot is really, really wonderful. It's 24 millimeter. I've got it in my hand right here. And the one thing that was so surprising when I did the unboxing of this, and you probably saw that on this morning's Monday morning mailbag if you caught the episode, was the heft of it. The size and the heft of it was just so surprising. It's got a beautiful size. It fits nicely into the hand. And uh, it just has a wonderful weight and heft to it. Uh, and the knot just uh, does just does a wonderful job, really, really performs well. So, uh, and the glow-in-the-dark feature is wonderful, too. <laughs> I really enjoyed that, and I incorporate that into the review, uh, and I'm, I'm, like I say, I'm hoping to get that posted uh, on Halloween. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's a really, really terrific shaving brush, and it looks great. Even, you know, glowing in the dark and not glowing in the dark, it just has a great, great look to it. So uh, I'm looking forward to Uh, editing that and posting that, and I hope you enjoy it, and I hope it gives you uh, information so you can make uh, a decision as to whether or not you want to add this to your brush collection. Uh, I am very, very happy to have it, and again, my thanks to Doug, Fran, Huxley, and everyone at Phoenix Shaving for sending along the Watcher and the Cyclotrode X shaving brush and allowing me to share it with all the listeners and viewers out there. So I just wanted to give you those three updates from what we discussed this morning in the Monday Morning Mailbag. Uh, The Watcher, DBLSOB, and the Cyclotrode X shaving brush. Now, before I get out of here, I want to recommend a Halloween movie to you that was really an absolutely fun, fun ride. I really enjoyed it the first time I saw it. And it's one that I like to pull out right around this time of year. Uh, Van Helsing. This is absolutely wonderful. It stars Hugh Jackman, Kate Beckinsale, and Richard Roxburgh. It is really a fun romp. Uh, And as they write here, Monster Hunter Dr. Van Helsing is sent to Transylvania to vanquish Count Dracula. Meeting up with a sexy yet lethal vampire killer, the pair battle a staggering array of supernatural predators. Uh, The effects are very, very good. The opening sequence with Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde is absolutely fantastic. Uh, This is PG-13 because it can be a little more graphic than you would want it to be, but nothing that's 
overly gory as I can recall. I have to I have to pop it back into my DVD player and give it a give it a good look. It's also available on Amazon uh, Video, and uh, it was made in 2004. It still holds up quite well. There is a, a content advisory here. They say nudity, violence, alcohol use, smoking, foul language, sexual content. Nothing that I nothing that I can remember that was over the top but uh again i'd have to i'd have to give it a look but i don't recall watching it and thinking oh why'd they put that in there i thought it was a really really good romp and again the beginning sequence with uh dr jekyll mr hyde uh and van helsing is really really terrific i uh i knew i was going to be in for a real fun ride when i saw that opening sequence and i'm sure that all these years later it still holds up very, very well. Uh, given the state of uh, digital effects, uh, this was still very, very good. Uh, very, very well done. Very, very well uh, carried out. Really, really terrific. I, I, I really enjoyed it. It's directed by Stephen Sommers. And again, stars Hugh Jackman, Kate Beckinsale, and Richard Roxburgh. A really wonderful, fun Halloween romp. Now, Amazon reviews give it an 81% five-star rating. So there you go. Uh, Check it out. Uh, Van Helsing, uh, starring Hugh Jackman, Kate Beckinsale, Richard Roxburgh, and directed by Stephen Summers. And that wraps up another Second Cup. Thanks so much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. I sure hope you enjoyed today's show. If you did, please share, please subscribe, and pass it along to a fellow wet shaver or friend. My thanks to everyone who commented and contributed to today's show. And I mean this sincerely. Without you, this microphone would be silent. If Second Cup or the Monday Morning Mailbag aren't showing up in your regular podcast feed, please drop me a line at mondaymailbag at gmail.com and we'll try to get it all sorted out. So again, thank you all very much. I look forward to getting together with you again on these podcast airwaves. Until then... Enjoy the day, enjoy your shave, and enjoy that second cup.